Hilchas Mechira, Perik Yud Ches, Perik Chai, Halacha Aleph. Oslo Ramos is Bnei Adam, B'Mekach Mimkar, is forbidden to fool people, to deceive people in business. Oi, Lignav has died them to steal their mind, meaning to fool them. How is the Ramos and steal their minds different? So we'll give these examples. It doesn't make a difference if the victim is Jewish or non-Jewish in this matter. Um, the Rambam by you it says it says goy, where it says in the beginning when he says also the Rambam says be'adam ekhmimchar, argument is daitam, be'echad goy. Okay, interesting. Because it could be that if a person is even kachavim, idolatry, there's less restriction. But in any event, the basic principle is basically it's applicable to both yid, yid and goy. One second. So, so, um, so, 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 funny enough, the issue of overcharging or undercharging, we learned, does not apply to a guy. If I come into the Goyesha store, he has an item which I see the guy made a mistake on, he undercharged it drastically. He doesn't realize this is a very rare version of, uh, of Coca-Cola. It's a, very, it's a you know, limited edition. He charges a regular price for these cans of Coke. It's not a problem. I don't, I don't have to tell him, excuse me, sir, you're, under, you're, under, you're undercharging your soda. If it's a Jewish store, I, I do have to do that. A Galatia store, I don't have to. That's not called fooling him, though. That's called, that's I know. But over here, to fool the person, that's, that's forbidden if he's a good. Even, even if he's a good. And therefore, if I know that the item has a blemish, let the buyer know, tell him there's a blemish. Now, you might say, there is a blemish in it, therefore it's only worth half. I'll sell it at half price. Why should I tell him there's a blemish? I'm selling it for a fair price. No, it's not fair. He thinks he's buying a, a very, very good item for a good deal. He doesn't realize it's a blemish. That's called fooling the person. You're not cheating him, but you are fooling him. Even verbal fooling, and there's examples of this in the Chosdeus, is also. We learned in the Chosdeus, I believe, an example where a person has to open a brand new barrel of wine to sell because he has no more wine. He has, to, he has to open a new barrel. He sells like small cups at a time. He opens a new one. Customer walks in. <clears throat> Do you have any wine? He's like, yes. For you, I'm going to open a brand new barrel. Now, he has to open it anyways. But that's called fooling the person, stealing his mind, if you will. Gnevis das. That's not allowed. All right, base. You're not allowed to. Mefarkasin means to improve the appearance of a person. You're selling a human being, selling a slave. You're not allowed to improve his appearance in a way that makes it look that he's not who he is, so to speak, or he's not what he is. So, for example, the Gemara gives an example of dyeing the hair of an older servant to make him look younger. Nor an animal, nor which are old, they should seem to be new. So, 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 if you're giving an appearance that it's something drastically different than what it actually is, that's not allowed. That's called fooling someone. You're allowed to improve the appearance of something new. So, example, you would um, polish uh, iron and beautify them. Called Tzarkov as is necessary. So you're not really fooling the person, you're giving it, the, you're putting the best foot forward. Instead of having the shirt, you know, uh, you're selling, let's say, for example, the person has shirts he's selling, okay, usually it's in a package, let's say he's selling it on a rack. Iron, so it looks nice, that's fine, it's a brand new shirt. If it's an old shirt and you make it look new, that's not allowed. Gimel. Ein Misharbatin is the is the verb version of the noun sharbit, which means a staff or a scepter. scepter. Now that a scepter, the, means scepter the purse, it means you make his hair stand straight like a scepter. How do you do that? Uh, 
One second. You now, one second. You now do that. You do that. And do that. How would you make the person's hair stand on end like a scepter? Uh, so you do that by the the, the verb mishayavet means you do that by feeding, force feeding him bran water. I'm not sure if that means by force feeding him you make his hair stand on end because it's so unpleasant, or it's some kind of physiological reaction to the water. But by but apparently the point is that by you feeding him this water gives a gives a deceptive. Um, uh, appearance as to how exactly healthy he is versus unhealthy. Oh, with bran water. Bran is like a kind of grain, basically. Or it's like the chaff of wheat, of grain. That's what bran is, Rabbi Daniel. Yeah. So he should uh, look, uh, make his body swell. The year upon of Shemun, his face should seem fat and larger, which is more than it is. So again, it seems that make his hair stand on them means you force feed him the water. By forcing him the water, this makes his body bloat. He looks a lot more robust than he actually is. That's called fooling someone. I'm going to answer your question after the if you remind me. You're not allowed to uh, paint his face with uh, makeup, right? Again, if you're giving him an appearance that's drastically different than what he actually is. If you're selling kishka, intestines in the market, you can't blow it up to make it look better. You can't soak meat in water. Apparently, soaking meat in water makes it absorb the water, makes it makes it look uh, a lot larger than it is. Now, this could be a problem. Pushing up, he did not just fooling the person, but Geneva. By you making the meat absorb water, make it heavier. That could push be Geneva. You're stealing. You're making. You're charging a pound of meat. It's really three quarters of a pound. It's, three, it's one quarter of water. But even if that's not the case, even if you're going to adjust the price appropriately, you're going to charge three quarters of a pound, seventy five cents for a pound rather than a dollar even though it's a pound and a pound of meat a dollar, but you're going to charge 75 cents because you know a quarter pound is water, but the person buying it thinks he's buying a pound of meat, and that is deceptive. Certainly these are all forbidden. You're not allowed to sell a goy, non-kosher meat, claiming it's kosher meat. Even though for him it's all the same, there's no concept of a goy, there's no mile of a goy choose to eat kosher. The honest mitzvah that I'm describing is the goy wants to do to Mikabal Shah is allowed to. We learn about that in the Shafter. I don't think Kashish is one of them. But over here, the goy is expect, he's saying, I want kosher meat. Whatever right. reason it may be. Right. And you told him it's kosher and it's not kosher, that's going to be done. Exactly. And ilchaira, even if you're charging him the price of non kosher meat, not the, if you're charging him the kosher meat price, for sure it's, it's going to have a bashit. He's charging him the, the, the price of non-kosher meat. He thinks he's buying kosher meat. L'chair, it's also going to give us to us. What's the difference for the goy? What's the difference for the goy? Because he's asking you for something. You're not oh, the, the fact thing. is... you're well, different for the goy. Correct, correct. So that's the, the, right, right. so the point is, is that, the point is that the ha- being, deception doesn't mean... Deception means you might not be cheating him, but you are being non-transparent. That's what the point is. Now, you ask if you can cheat Amalek. L'chair, the answer is no. You can destroy him, but if you're in a situation with Prophet Amalek, and you don't have the ability to kill him. There's a mitzvah to destroy Amalek. Now you can't because you live under a non-Jewish government. I know he's from Amalek, this guy. Does that mean I'm allowed to cheat him? Lav dafka. Lav dafka. Right? L'chayr or not? All right. Sorry, Dalim. Mutter, love, esak, reason. You're allowed to remove... He's not saying that I'm not allowed to eat chaza. So therefore I can cause that animal sar Interesting example. Okay. But fine, okay, what the point is that L'chayr, the answer is not, but again, I don't, I don't discuss it, because L'chayr is not a gay. L'chayr is just kill him, but you know. All right, Dalit. Mutter, lovesh, agrees, and you're allowed to remove the, shirt, the, the shell, the husk, from kernels. So in other words, you're going to shell all the kernels and sell them like that. That's fine. It seems that there's a myla in, 
in that, in that it's, a, it's, it's already shelled for you. So a person who wants to have white flour, he has white flour already done, the work is done. On the other hand, it seems that Alam is in a period of Mishnayis, apparently writes, that leaving the shell on was also Milo, because you could look at the shell, you would be able to tell how easily does this quality grain cook. The shell was the answer, apparently, for the, no, the people. I saw you cooked ice from the people who knew, knew grain, that they could look at the shell, that was an indication. So each one has an advantage. So you want to sell it on shell, that's fine. You want to sell it shell, that's fine. But the Avalea now let his shell, the top layer, the guy opens up, thinks it's shell, he's buying a shell pound of wheat, comes home and takes out, and the, and the, bottom, the bottom pound is not shell. The husk. You know, the husk, thank you, yeah. Now, you know, um, novice, rookie Megillah, uh, suffered, who write the first Megillah, they write it backwards. You write the last column, second to last, you write the first column last. At that point, you've practiced. The guy opens up and he wants to buy it. The first comic is very nice. Good Megillah. Guy comes home, opens the whole thing up. Uh, not so good quality. That could be a problem with the name of Stas. I'm, I don't know because, um, all right, anyway, that's, that's, but that's the standard. You look at, you look at new, a lot of Megillahs that the new saw from right. I heard this from Rabbi Shustam in one of his Shurim, he says this. this is like, and I've seen it myself also. You, it, this is a common thing. So, all right, that, that, that could be a problem with the name of Stas. Again, this idea of, of uh, peeling, shelling, Husking, the top layer of grain, is stealing the eye. The guy thinks the whole thing has been shelled, and it's not. This is going to be something you're going to like. The storekeeper is allowed to give free nuts and cookies to the babies and to the maidservants to attract them. Let's go to that store, mommy. I want to give free cookies. There's an opinion in the Gemara, in the Mishnayis, in the Gemara, I forgot which one. You're not allowed to do that. But the Raman passes, you are allowed to because everyone can do it. I do what you would do it. You're also allowed to sell one item. The stores do this all the time, right? Big sale, right? 90% yeah. off from this item. Lost, Banana. Lost leaders, they call Yeah. Them. Lost leaders? Lost leaders, right. They're the harvest from Makiva men who know they're using on them in order to lead them into the store. Oh, so people will come, everyone's going to cram to my store to buy the bananas that are 10, 20%, 80% off, and then they'll buy everything else. Yeah, that's allowed. The other market um, uh, stores cannot complain. That is not going to give us das. Even though the guy might actually be making up for losses by the other items, right? Of course, not being over no, but he's going to make a profit on the other items that he's, that, that he's going to sell, you know. But the fact is, is that it's allowed. Hey, a Ma'arvin Paris Paris. You're not allowed to mix two different batches of produce from two different fields because each field has its own quality. Even if they're both new, it's still each field has its own quality. Need to say you can't mix old with new because each one has a Milo, right? The new is more fresh. The old sometimes has a certain advantage in terms of, in terms of uh, uh, other advantages. Generally speaking, the new one is better. The old one would spoil quicker, right? It was, it was expiration date was more faster approaching, was closer. But the mixing that is not allowed because again, the guy's going to think that looking at an average it looks like it's okay, and he's not going to realize that 20 percent is going to go bad soon. Even the cases where the old one was talking more expensive, this particular crop, and the new one is cheaper. Why? So the chayyur, what are you complaining about? I'm giving you a hundred pounds of wheat, and twenty percent of it is actually wheat that's more expensive than the price I'm giving you about because it's older. This kind of this kind of wheat, for whatever reason, the older one was more expensive. Why is it now I do that? Maybe the guy wants to store them. So even though the old one was more expensive, but the expiration date was still closer. So now you're going to store your wheat. For a year, you think you want to prepare for Shemitah or whatever. You're going to store the wheat. And you don't realize 20% is going to go bad soon. 
That's why it's not. Old is more expensive because it's better. Whatever the reason may be, let's say, let's say this this type of wheat as it gets older, it's more expensive. It's better quality. It's more rare. On the, I'm still not allowed to give you twenty percent older because by definition, you may sorry not by definition you may want to store it for a year without realizing that twenty percent of this is actually already fifty uh, percent closer to its expiration date, and then it's gonna, you're going to lose your crap. When it comes to wine, they did permit to mix stronger wine with lighter wine. Only in um, when the wine is in the vat while it's still fermenting before it's been put in barrels. This makes it better. In other words, I'm sorry, I skipped. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't skip. No, I'm the middle of head. Yeah, I just said you're not allowed to mix produce with produce. And because the guy might want to, want to store them. Okay, on the bottom of 175. Okay. So, but, but why you could, why is that? Apparently when it comes to wine, while the wine is still in it, and it's fermenting, it hasn't really fermented fully. So each barrel hasn't assumed its own unique natural taste. Or each, each wine vat hasn't assumed its own taste. So when you mix the, the grape juice together before it's fully fermented, it doesn't impact the quality of the wine. See, it's, 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 yeah, good. Say 30% Cabernet, 20% uh, Syrah. Interesting. So that, that, that's been mixed before it's been fermented? After. Yeah, okay. So the point is that when it ferments all together after you mix it, it achieves its own flavor. If it's already fermented, this is Cabernet, this is whatever it's the other one called, and then you mix it, that's already class. That's like peanut butter and ketchup. It's you know? Okay. Yeah, they're all going to ferment together. Right. So that's, that's, that's the thing over here. Um, if, however, uh, the, the, the flavor of the wine is distinct. Then you could. In other words, the previous example that I was talking about, where they explained that it was a very small amount. So therefore, um, the presence will not be detected as much, but there's something off and you can't tell what it is that's going to impact the wine. So it has to be dafka before it fermented to do that. If, however, it's after fermented, but it's a large amount that you'll taste that the Cabernet is being polluted with uh, whatever the other one is called. Syrah. That's okay. So it's only of a small amount you have to be careful about. If it's large enough, the buyer will know that this is this has been uh, adulterated. So actually, no, adulterated with water. But then you're allowed to mix it. The point is, is that you, you can't be deceptive. If the, the buyer will be able to discern what's going on, that's okay. Zion, evolve, excuse me. And that's all wine with wine. You now mix water with wine when you sell it. If somebody by accident, Right, got water fell into his wine. And he should not sell it to in the store. Excuse me, unless he, unless he, unless he tells the customers. the he shouldn't tell it, sell it to a wine merchant. Alpha he tells him, hey, this barrel is bad quality. It's ten percent water. The merchant is going to say, oh wow, that's so important for Tamir. Oh, thank you so much. And he'll go sell it as regular wine. You can give him a chance to cheat other people. Right? We apparently were chayish the wine merchants to doing that. If the play, the minigamakam is to put wine, water in the wine, that's normal protocol in local wine because it's very strong, let's say. Yeah, the Gemara has the whole oh, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 you could do it. But says, again, as long as it's while it's fermenting because they put the water to, to dilute it while it was fermenting, apparently. Um, it seems that because then, then, then the wine becomes a certain kind of flavor, and the diluted, 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 the water will not dilute the wine. It will become this kind of flavor wine with the water inside of it. And that, that's the flavor it assumes. If you put the water in after it's already fermented, that's that's gonna uh, impact the taste, and that that's not allowed. But well, sometimes wine is not so good, 
And if you put some water, it becomes drinkable. You mean if it's spoiled? Yeah. Oh, that's a whole other story. Right. Here we're, talk- here we're talking about where the water decreases its quality, not increases its quality. What's the custom or this? What? What's the custom? You have to ask the winemakers. I don't know. But, it, but, but let's not confuse what you're referring to. The Gemara describes a case where the wine wasn't even like, it was like wine syrup. It was right, you said that the grapes can produce such a thick wine. Yeah. The Gemara said you could cut it with a knife. Interesting. It was a very thick wine. Syrup, yeah. Yeah, it was then so, you so that, you are supposed to put water, water in, in yeah. In order to make Interesting. It that's a very different case. I mean, that's, now I'm talking about wine the good times of the Gemara. So I'm not sure what's going on over here then. You're supposed to put water in it. So I'm not sure what the, what the vert is. That's for drinking your syrup. You want to sell to the merchant, you shouldn't do that. That's something, yeah, that's what he says, yeah. Too. Right, that's what he said. So that's so the Chayra, once you came up with the final, the final solution, that's a bad term. <laughs> once you came up with the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the formula, that's what's supposed to be. Put, wine, put enough water on top of that, that's not allowed. Zayn, a tagger, a merchant, is allowed to, now that's, the Adkan is the halacha of the guy who owns the wine presses, he sells the wine, right? He bottles the wine in the wine press. The guy who sells the wine, though, in the store, who buys from the wine press, right? he doesn't, you can't buy from the, you're not, not, you're not buying from the wine press directly. There's a, there's a, there's a wholesaler in between, so, or retailer in between. Hatagar, the business, the merchant, the merchant is allowed to buy from five or even whatever the number is, different wine vats. And put it into one, into one tank. And put it buy from five granaries. Put them into one warehouse and one, uh, you know, you go to the Bensies and you have the, the coffee beans over there. They all come from the same coffee orchard. Right? So, you don't intend to mix it. The point is, is that when you buy from the, the, the grain merchant or from the, or from the store, you know that he buys from multiple wineries and he mixes it together. It's not called cheating. That, that's, that's understood. So, but, the, but the vat itself, that he mixes the water and the different qualities of wine in the same wine press, that's not... Is in the same winery, that's not that's not allowed. Zion. It's Shemari, we now to mix dregs, right? Wine, when it ferments, apparently there's like a dregs that's solidifying fall to the bottom. Yeah, it's wine, when it solidifies, like they, the, like a part of the wine falls to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, they, they have unfiltered Shemarim. Wine. <laughs> they have unfiltered wine and filtered wine. So the filtered wine is after the... Filtered sh- wine is the... They, they filter out the dregs. Yeah. That's the con. Then they have unfiltered wine. If you want it, you can buy organic, it. Organic, yeah. It has, it dregs has more dregs at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Some people like it. It's more like, you know, more, more organic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the dregs don't... Separate. It takes time for the wine ferments, and the dregs, that part of the, of the yes. chemical process, goes to the bottom. Now, you're not allowed to go and mix dregs into wine or into oil. Oil also has dregs, Right. Well, I'm sure that it has, yeah. it's like brownish. Right. If you look closely, the smallest, now to put the dregs in, it has no natural dregs, perhaps. And like you said, it's, if that is filtered and unfiltered. Because, yeah, because if you put in dregs in, you're giving it the appearance that it's a, it's a more... Uh, so there's a few problems. There's the appearance that it's oh, there's this idea that you're actually, a, a gallon of wine is really less than a gallon of wine because some of it's dregs. But now that it mixes it in the middle. Even the shmarim of yesterday, so to speak, with those of today are awesome. What's that filu? Because um, you might say that yesterday's shmar will improve the wine flavor. I guess I'm not sure. What's what's that filu? What's that filu? What's Ram the Am say over here? What's this? What's the girsa by you in 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 um? Also Mm-hmm. Next word is. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Again, what the, it's not clear what the filu is. There, I'm not as aware of here about the the nusach. Okay. In any event, 
Um, apparently, apparently, you might think the yesterdays are better, but the truth is the yesterdays are actually worse than today's. All right. Okay, good. So that's the. Now that I go and mix dregs into the wine, right? Because maybe the purchaser wants uh, pure wine, right? He wants a sample he was shown. You can't. You can't. Uh, so it seems that. That the, the wine that has no dregs or that ha- does have dregs, it's not just about whether you filter or unfilter. It seems that there was different stages of fermentation. So by you putting dregs into it, you are either misrepresenting the, the fermentation stage, that it's either like sooner or later in the process, or also your might be might be mixing in dregs and the guy wants, wants uh, uh, pure, pure, clear wine. If, however, he pours the wine as it is, one cup another, you can pour the whole thing. You don't have to say, oh, I can't pour the whole thing because the bottom of the barrel, the dregs are, that's going to fall in. No, that's the same quality wine. That's, that's, that's fine. There's no problem. Tess. If a person sells his, sells his friend refined oil. The definition of refined oil in times of the Rambam, basic din is oil without dregs. If he sells stam oil, the one, the one with the dregs, they usually use it for dipping bread in. It's okay. Thicker. Right? Oh. And the one without the dregs is used for lighting. Got it. Okay. So Machle Shem and Stam, he sells oil, he doesn't say, he doesn't say clear oil, it's just Every 100 lug has a lug and a half of Shemar. That's standard procedure by standard oil, basically 1.5%. Well, you see that the, the, the oil used to make those supposedly to bleach right, right, that was a hard, much hard quality. Right, right. So, so therefore, um, that what you are allowed to do is, even though he paid for 100 lug, give him 98 and a half. Two yeah, different but he wants crystal clear for mining. He doesn't want dregs in it. Good. So, so okay. So these are two different ways to look at the Rambam. That's the Shukhan Aruch says you're allowed to sell him 98 and a half for a price of 100. Magad Mishnah is the Rambam. It's a Lecha Mishnah, excuse me, the Rambam. Lecha Mishnah. That you can actually put an extra a one and a half lug in of dregs to compensate to make 100. Um, good. Makabal, Bashar, Shemarim, Shem, and Achor, and the rest of the oil... That um, you know, it's that that the, the dregs themselves. Now the rest of the of the barrels, right? That the oil will have will have some kind of murkiness, some kind of dregs. which goes on top of the one. It's like a murkiness, a scum, like a, like a certain type of murkiness on the to, on, on top uh, that floats to the top. You have the dregs over the bottom. You have a murkiness on the top, so the middle the middle of the barrel is the best quality oil. Okay, put a straw in and drink it out. Besides the standard amount of shmarim, you also know that oil has, regular oil, it's not, you know, like you call shem and mzukok, has, this like a layer on top of murkiness. Yud, when is that the standard, the standard assumption? Right? When you come to the guy, when he harvests the oil, the guy has to live between now and when he makes olive oil out of it. So he harvests the olives in Tishrei, apparently. When the oil is... Um, cloudy, murky, right? And then it takes time until you process the olives and make the whole thing. So, so the guy actually gets his oil in, in Nisan. He comes to get the oil, he actually takes it um, 
the oil in, in Nisan, Kamina's Tishrei, according to the agreements they made up in Tishrei measurement. So he pays him in Tishrei, the guy survives for the winter, and he actually gets the oil in Nisan. Shigadela, during Tishrei, there's a large amount of oil the oil on top is thicker, right? It's, 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 it's larger, or a larger measure is given to compensate for the residue, however you learn shot. But uh, whatever it is, the 100 lug in Tishrei is, le- is more than the 100 lug in Nisan. Because of the because of the of the murky part on top, so um, I guess that part is thicker. I guess perhaps, or, or I actually gave more because um, there's two ways to shot over here. One way is because because of the the, oil, the layer on top was pushed thicker, there was more substance of the oil. There was more oil, but it lasted longer. It was a burning or eating whatever. The other way is that they would actually had to add some amount of oil to it because some of the oil was was not such a good quality because there was like a layer on top that was murky. You had to kind of give a little bit more oil. That was a dafkin tishrei, and there was that murkiness. In any event, since I paid for it in tishrei, that's when in nissan I'm accepted upon my. I, I, I accept. I, I, that's when when I get the oil in nissan, I am accepting. I, I'm um, um, accepting upon my uh, as, as a bur- purchaser that the quality of the oil is tishrei quality. Right? It has some murkiness. It has it has whatever it is. If he buys it in tishrei, he specifies. I want a hundred lug of nissan quality oil. Which is less, because the oil is already settled, there's less dregs, less murkiness. Then in that case, it's okay if there's shmarim, but that murky layer on top, that's not allowed to be there. So is it okay to have, when you buy oil, for it to have that layer of, of murkiness on top of it? If you buy, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're talking about Tishrei quality oil, the answer is yes. If you're talking about Nisan quality oil, the answer is, the answer is no. Yidalaf. A person sells wheat to his fellow. Every saw, and a saw, mind you, is six kav. So he says a quarter of a kav, which is, I guess, one twenty-fourth of a saw then, right? Six kav to a saw. So he says that one quarter of it, basically, so a, a drop more than, than five, than four percent, is going to be, right? A drop more four percent, one twenty-fourth is a drop more than four percent, yeah? Yeah, right. So, because twenty-four times four is ninety-six, right? Yeah. So, so, so a bit more than so, so, so a So, a bit more is going to be uh, beans, right? Other kinds of legumes, because you know they grow together. When you harvest the wheat, sometimes some, some beans get mixed in. So, if he buys barley, um, uh, uh, if he so will have one twenty-fourth, a quarter kav of neshves, which is uh, dried out kernels. That's uh, that's what happens. A quarter, one, you know, a bit more than four percent of the average kernel, a bit more than four percent of the barley kernels get neshves, um, which is like wind beaten. Adoshim, you buy lentils. Then every quarter of every every saw will have a quarter kav. I drop more than four percent of afrutis, which is pebbles, d- dirt, because it grows in the ground. You, you, you harvest it by hand. There's going to be some dirt coming out with the roots, right? You know, when you buy mar in the store, you weigh it. Some of the roots have dust, dirt attached to it. You know, to eat them when you buy figs. How much is a saw? Um, how much is a saw? I do not remember. Uh, it's, I th- isn't it Mamgimo No. Uh, yes. Uh, right. 43.2 eggs. 43.2 eggs. Yeah. So. 43.2 eggs? Yeah. So think of it as. You know how much a Kazayas is? Yeah. Okay. So it's 86 and a half Kazayas. If that, uh, it, uh, well, that's if an egg is two Kazayas. If you say an egg is three Kazayas, then it's 129. 130. Okay. And in any event, so that's, uh, that's what it is. 
to aim to be buying figs, but Kabbalah every hunter will have 10 that are wormy. So 10% of your fig crop is, you have worms, right? You check your worms and Rosh Hashanah, you check the figs, I mean, the dates, whatever, is a, is, a, is, a, is a fig, yeah? So you check it, you open it to, 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 um, to check them, and you have 10% of worms. Generally speaking, the rule of the thumb is, is that one quarter of a kav, meaning a drop more than 4%, will be, have, will be dirty, will have dirt attached to it. What if you have the smallest amount of this is more than these acceptable measures? And you can't tell the guy, hey, it's if it's it's it, it's um it's five percent. So is it, it's it, there's almost a percent more of, of of inferior quality over here. He can't say, okay, I'll take I'll I'll fix that one percent. Now for Sakala has to fix the entire thing, has to, has to um, sift the entire thing. And he has to give him hundred pounds of Clean stuff. Clean stuff. So he got the guy for being dishonest and losing four percent of you know, he would have. Yeah, you'd base. The Ain called the Ram writes this, and this is like a halacha. You'd base should be in like you know like bold letters, italics, underlined in red font, capital letters. The Ain called Elad Dvarim al Murim al Makom Shein al Min. These are all the standard protocol. There's no minhag, right? You, you conquered a new island. There's no people. You're gonna inhabit a hundred million people there and make a new country. This is what you have to do. But if there's either already an established custom, then you follow what's local custom assumed to be, right? Which he already mentioned several times. Right, exactly. He says it many times, funny enough. I'm not sure why so many times, but... Um, I said because the guy was dishonest, he loses. The, the poskim says say over here that even the guy did it by accident. We know for sure it was pushed an accident. It, was, it wasn't the kavona. Af he has to he has to fix the whole thing. Um, to buy peanut butter. Come to the guy in the store and said, I, I don't want this. He said, the first two inches is oil. It's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You give Yesh mekayim mishin nagu some place that the minigish you call pears milk. That was a very good Right. So as a kid, I was complaining. This peanut butter is, is, is not good, but my mother would say, okay, I'll exchange it. She would mix it very well so that the oil was there. She would, and I didn't know. You know, so I, it's supposed to be skipping peanut butter. Oh yeah, yeah okay. They, they they got the peanut oil. They sell it separately for more money, and they put in hydrogenated vegetable oil. Inside. Oh, that's already that, so. That would be Gnevastas. No, they tell you on the jar. This is what it is. Ah, yeah. Right. They sell the oil for more money. Yeah, the peanut oil costs more money. Ah, uh-huh, interesting. Right. Oh, so that's why to buy the organic peanut butter. Yeah. Yes, we came to Chicago. Some places the minigis, she you call Paris milk and before milk dover. The minigis when you buy produce, there's nothing in it. When you buy milk in the store, that's what's been inherent in the milk. That's minig. The Yeshua Yenis Ashmanim Sulin and the wine and the oil is is, is crystal clear. Vileim Kardo Ashmanim Klal. They don't sell the shmarim. That's the minig over there. You gotta follow the minig. The Yeshua Kemesh Nogah. Some places the minigish. I feel how you've been hechta shmarim. Even if it's fifty percent shmarim, I show how you have Paris mechta offer the pay the produce was half dirt, like tevin or half straw. Even another another kind of species. Imachal Kemeshu. Yet that's how it is. The players have the technology. Today you have technology to make these things very well, uh, you know, pur- purified. And if you go into to Africa, to the slums, they, they, they sell wheat. They don't know how to do these things. So you look on any package of beans, they give you a warning. Right. Yeah. It says, wash and mince because it's a natural product. Yeah. And there's pebbles. Yeah, I once got a very nice inside. nice rock in my, uh, oh, my, uh, oh. my it was, you know, I, 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 this mixture, they sell this bag of frozen corn with, with rice. Corn? Peas and, and green beans or something together, and that's, I, got, I got a nice little rock over there. Oh, almost, right. yeah. <laughs> almost, almost broke my tooth. Because this is the halacha these, these places, it's acceptable that there be a certain percentage of rocks if you have a barrel of grain you're selling, and I go over to your barrel and I take out 
a stone in your store. I have to give you the value. You would sell that volume of stone. I had left it. You'd be able to sell a pound of wheat. Now you can only sell 0.9 pound of wheat because I, I took out a, a tenth of a well, pound a of stone. Pebble, Whatever the amount is. <laughs> if you say, well, I should put it back. You're not allowed to put it back. Therefore, this is called Dine de Garme. Or have you learned? Like, I caused you a loss. I didn't actually call it. I didn't actually. I told you, the stone is worth nothing. We don't have my life. But I caused you a loss. Therefore, I have to compensate you. You doubt. A person sells barrels in a place where there's no minig, and to what the local minig is, what, how much dreads are. That's an example of showing that the Mishnah says, why does he have to quote the Mishnah's example? It's not clear. But that's the, any place where there's no minig. Then you have to accept that there are ten barrels, ten percent of the barrels, a place. It's an example of a place. You you accept the possibility that there are out of a hundred barrels, ten percent are inferior quality wine. You have the standard quality wine. Ten percent of them are very, very reason they're not good. But they must. However, these barrels have to be. I'm sorry, not the wine. The barrel itself. I think he's talking about the barrel itself is not the best quality wood. Doesn't do a good job holding the wine, storing the wine, right? So those ten barrels, those, those barrels are gonna make the wine not, not taste so good. For example, maybe they have a drop, they have a leak, a drop, a leak, yeah, whatever they, it is. They, the, the oak barrels that are best. Known. So if you notice them, so buff, they have to be nice and fixed with pitch. They shouldn't leak at all. No, so they, if they leak, that's that's bechlal, that's bechlal, that's that's a mum. You can't if you leak, you lose the whole thing. Finished. So the other ten, but ten percent of them will, even though they're nice and they have, and they're, and, they're, and they are fixed with pitch. But maybe the vortex is that. Instead of being naturally solid wood that holds the barrel, you have to have a coating to, to, hold, to, hold, to hold the barrel in place. Whatever it is, 10% of the actual barrels, those are, the, the wood is not the best wood. It's interesting. They don't do 